Sunspots Comics now. This issue of the Sunspots Comics podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Cryptid Zoo at cryptidzoo.com. Cryptid Zoo is basically a t-shirt line that's uniquely and strangely infused with augmented reality, and it's inspired by cryptozoology folklore figures like the Bigfoot. All the shirts are designed and hand-screen printed on 100% cotton, pre-shrunk t-shirts by the artist and owner of Cryptid Zoo, our friend Julian Meyer. You gotta see it. You hover your smartphone over the shirt and it does stuff on the screen. It's pretty crazy. It just comes to life. You gotta see it. So please check out cryptidzoo.com and also... Use the promotional code Sunspots Comics. That's right, and you'll get 30% off your purchase. Most of the Cryptid Zoo shirts are about 27 bucks, so it's a great deal, and that's with tax and shipping included before the discount. So don't forget, use Sunspots Comics as your promo code on cryptidzoo.com, and you'll get a big discount, and that is C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-Zoo.com. Hi, everybody. You are listening to the Sunspots Comics podcast, issue number 139, covering all the brand new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, new comic book day, January 3rd, all of our favorite day, right? And this particular podcast wishes that it could just time travel to February 16th just to see the new Marvel's Black Panther movie. Yes, I am your comic book loving host, Chris Latore. Thank you so much for joining us right here on the Sunspots Comics podcast. I hope that the ones you love and care about are happy and healthy. That's important. So what is this Sunspots Comics podcast all about? Well, the gist is utilizing an obscene amount of years of comic book reading experience and presented in my own positively charged nerdy way, I recommend review and discuss my favorite picks of the best new comic books that just came out this last week. So it's all about the new comic books are right to hear. Never miss any issues of the Sunspots Comic Podcast. Just subscribe to it. And then follow us on all the social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube, all in one conveniently easy-to-find place, at Sunspots Comics. That's right, just one name. And please check out our robust podcast feed. It is packed with some great comic book recommendations. So go to the past. Go look at those other podcasts that are all there right there in the feed. Check them out. There's great stuff there. Also, some thank yous. Just two fast thank yous, of course, to the guy always doing our Sunspots Comics theme song, Mr. Nick Papa George. We love it. He is in this uh, band called Solution. He's the lead singer and guitarist. Please go to solutionmusic.net for links to their music and some upcoming show dates. If you love reggae, rock, ska, just feel-good music in that island kind of style, you're going to love Solution. Check them out. Go to their Facebook at facebook.com slash solution reggae and of course thank you to my son justin jables latori for our spin-off podcast that's right it's happening right now called sunspot scene they have episode 11 available now which is where they review stranger things season 2 from netflix it's super duper good also episode 12 and 13 are about to launch very soon you're going to see them episode 13 i'm actually a guest host co-host if you will with Justin Jables Latori. So check it out. But the podcast is my son Jables and his two friends, Moises and Matt. They call themselves the Kung Pao 3 Delight. Talking about movies and TV shows of all genres, not just comic books. So if you're into that kind of stuff, check it out. It's already on the feed. They usually also play just a silly, hilarious game at the end of every podcast. So if you subscribe to our podcast, you're already going to get it. But it's also out there in the podcastosphere 
on SoundCloud and all the other podcatchers. Just catch it um, at Sunspot Scene. Also on Instagram. It's there. So check it out. And right now it's free comic book time. Who doesn't love free comic books? That's right. I have a free digital copy of Journey to Star Wars The Last Jedi Captain Phasma. Issue number one from Marvel Comics. Written by Kelly Thompson and some stunning art by Marco Cicchetto. Also as a huge bonus... Uh, it actually comes with, if you win this, a bonus of Iron Fist Volume 1, The Trial of the Seven Masters trade paperback. So it's like 100 pages for free, along with the Journey to the Star Wars Last Jedi Captain Phasma Number 1. All you gotta do is listen very closely right now. I'm going to read a digital code, a very long digital code. All you have to do to win it is be the first person to grab this digital code. Go to marvel.com slash redeem. Just punch in the code, see if you won. That's all you got to do. It just pairs up with the Marvel app that you can read on any computer or smart device. So listen very closely. I'm about to give you the code. Just you got to grab it. Go to marvel.com slash redeem. I hope you win. So here's the code. Listen very carefully. F is in Frank. C is in Charlie. M is in Mary. E is in Edward. G is in George. Y is in yellow. K is in kangaroo. S is in Sam. K is in kangaroo. E is in Edward. K is in kangaroo. D is in door. <laughs> that whole long thing. By the way, the code expires September 1st, 2018. So get it now. Good luck. I hope you win. Please enjoy just a little something here from us, from me, at Sunspots Comics as a thank you for listening. And if you win, please let me know at Sunspots Comics on everything. So I can also give you a shout out and let the other listeners know the code has been taken. So now let's get into the Sunspots Comics podcast, issue number 139, starting out with some stuff. Oh, so painful. That's been floating around in my nerd brain. That's right. The first thing, the first little nugget of nerd lodged deep into my nerd lobes is I have a comic book TV show recommendation for you. Yes. So here we go. It is The Gifted from Fox. It's in association with Marvel. It's on the Fox Channel and Hulu. It's directed by Brian Singer, who is of the recent X-Men movie franchise. So that's why it has this legitimate kind of movie epic feel to it. I love that. It's already on episode 11. I've only seen the first three episodes, but I'm really enjoying it. And I always try to watch all of the comic book TV shows eventually. Uh, But this one centers around the Strucker family, and Dad Strucker here was a mutant prosecutor, but has a change of heart, a change of ways when his two kids turn out to be mutants. They're on the run, they're hiding out uh, with the mutant underground, and that's when things get really complicated and interesting. But I really love the super fast pace, it just keeps things going, keeps things flowing. You get to see mutants in action with their powers, mutants like Polaris, Eclipse, Blink, Thunderbird, to name just a few. This has a giant cast of B and C level mutants in it. It's just, if you go to imb.com, imdb, look at the list of actors and actresses in this. It's crazy. It's a lot of folks and a lot of mutants. And it's really just done in the true to form, honestly, with a respect to some of the X-Men source material. That's why I highly recommend it. You got to give it a try. It's already been renewed for a second season. Check out The Gifted. It is really super good. So I highly recommend it. I am enjoying it. I'm only, like I said, three episodes in, but I'm hooked. So, and it's hard to get hooked uh, for me when it comes to television shows because there's so much out there, especially comic book television shows. But I recommend The Gifted. Check it out. And the last thing that's on my nerd brain is that I'm actually creating my very own comic book called Zombie Destroyers. Yes, and it's truly just this fun passion project that I've got going. I've wanted to create a comic book my entire life since I've been reading 
because uh, I'm 94 years old. I've been reading forever. And I'm doing the coloring, the writing, the lettering. My friend Jordan Hudson is doing his fantastic art. Please check out his Instagram, at Jordan underscore Hudson underscore art. It's beautiful stuff. We are now working on the last three pages of episode one of Zombie Destroyers. So we hope to have it uh, ready to sell sometime before or around summer of 2018 of this year. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We both have full-time jobs and you know how things go. But if you want to see six sample pages of my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, just go to sunspotscomics.com. That's all you got to do. Just click on Zombie Destroyers. You'll see our cover page. You'll see the first four pages of the comic. There are no words at all. You'll also see this amazing, ridiculous picture of Jordan, the artist of my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, his dad playing cosplaying at Rose City Comic Con as a Zombie Destroyers character that I created called Bruce. It's so cool and heartwarming and amazing that he went ahead and did that. Thank you so much, Mr. Hudson. But you got to see it. Just go again to sunspotscomics.com. Click on Zombie Destroyers to see the comic book that I'm creating coming out soon. Next up, I have a podcast listener that wrote in, or listeners that wrote in, requesting some comic book recommendations. Yes, so here we go. It's from Duo Terrence and Alicia. Hi, guys. I hope you're doing well. They wrote, so if there was a person who wanted to find a good comic book series and was a noob, what would she buy? <laughs> I love anime like One Piece, Sword Art Online, and Berserk is great too. Plus, we both love Star Wars and most superheroes. Also, we live in the Temecula, Marietta, San Jacinto, Hemet area. What comic book shop would you recommend? I can tell they're feeling a little, rec maybe a little intimidated, but I got some recommendations. Uh, P.S. Plus, I think our kiddo, Liam, would really enjoy comic books as well. He really, really loves Dogman, which is adorable, by the way. <laughs> uh, which is great since he doesn't really enjoy reading. Well, comic books are definitely for, <laughs> for Liam. So, wow, that's a lot to chew on, and... I think there is nothing more awesome than a family of comic book readers. I mean, read together, discuss what you're reading. Of course, if they're appropriate, if the adults are reading something a little more adultish. But that'd be cool to have like your own little nerdy little family book club. Do that. And, um, and, and, and talk about them. There's a lot of you know morals to story when it comes to comics. So a lot of things to chew on there with the family. But first off, as far as comic book shops go, uh, Alicia and Terrence... I've been to both of these shops, and I would highly recommend the two of these shops in your area. The first one's called Ryan Comics. Ryan's Comics. It's in Marietta. Great folks. Fun store. Lots of selection. Very bright and friendly. Uh, very nice staff. I definitely recommend Ryan's Comics in Marietta. Check them out. I've been there. And the second one is called SoCal Games and Comics. It's in Temecula. Ask for Dennis. He's super cool. But anyone there is very nice, by the way. <laughs> They're all very friendly. Check out SoCal Games and Comics in Temecula. They're super great store, very bright, very friendly, a lot of games. There's some all-ages stuff there, too. Uh, and if you go there, please tell them I said hello. If you see Dennis or anyone, tell them Chris from Sunspots Comics said hello. And I have actually I have three recommendations for, for mom and dad, and I have one for the kiddo, Liam. So here we go. In the area of anime, I would check out Death Note. I have started reading this recently, this tome of anime which is really hailed to be one of the all-time classic anime stories. I've also watched the Netflix movie, which critics didn't care so much for, but I actually enjoyed it. And I even started watching the animated TV shows and the actual full-length features of Death Note. There is a lot of content, but ultimately, the comic, the anime, is awesome. I've, I'm even trying to get this... It, it fits in your hand, and it's like 2,000 pages of the entire anime... In just this uh, very mini, very teeny style where the entire thing is there. 
but uh, I would definitely check out Death Note. And here's a little gist of the story. It's this character Light, who is this kind of normal college student, until he finds this odd-looking notebook, and he discovers that the notebook has magic powers. If someone's name is written on it, while the writer imagines that person's face, he or she will die. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, it's crazy, uh, what Light does with this intoxicating new godlike power. Uh, it's just, it's interesting, it's dark, it's R, it's in the vein of horror, but it has some great character development, some super fun action, or horror action, and it's just a full-fledged true three-story act, which is important. It actually ends, uh, and that's important when it comes to storytelling, because sometimes you just you know, things have to be paced right. You can't just drag them on forever. Death Note ends. And if you're already into anime, that's fine. You may have already heard this. I mean, it's been around for a while. I've got a backup for you. Check out issue number one of Bonehead from Image Comics. Listen to my spoiler-free review on Podcast 138. I won't go too into it, but I'll tell you to check that out. It's not anime in the traditional sense, but it has this pace and feel and art style of anime. And also just this the hope of being a great American anime-like comic. So check out Bonehead from Image Comics, issue number one. It's kind of parkour, it's sci-fi, but it, like I said, it has this very anime feel to it, which I'm really enjoying. But go to Podcast 138 to hear my spoiler-free review on Bonehead from Image Comics. So get that. And in the Star Wars category... I recommend the current run of Darth Vader from Marvel. It's on issue number 9. It ran from June of 2017 uh, to December 6th. Uh, and issue number 10 is coming out this next Wednesday, January 10th. So you can also get it all collected in all six issues for about 11 bucks. But I do recommend reading them in single issue form. It's the way comic books were originally intended to be read. So I do recommend that. But check out the current Darth Vader run. It's technically volume two, but it's, like I said, it came from June 17, 2017 to, to this December 6th and issue 10 coming out January 10th. So check out Darth Vader. It's so good. It centers around Darth Vader on the hunt initially to find his own lightsaber. So it takes part right after episode three of Star Wars prior to issue four. So he's on the hunt for his own lightsaber, and also there is this Jedi on this other planet that he wants his lightsaber. So it's the battle of those two. That's just where it starts. And then Darth Vader has to work with these these Darth these Sith librarians ultimately to sort of train them in the ways of uh, dealing with Sith artifacts to then being an actual Sith warrior army. So it's great. It's super good. I I highly recommend. Darth Vader. And last, in the area of the superheroes, because you guys said you kind of like all superheroes, I recommend Invincible. Invincible's from Image Comics. It's written by Robert Kirkman that did The Walking Dead. And uh, it's phenomenal. It's definitely gives you a fresh feeling of the superhero genre. It twists it at times and puts superhero stuff on its head. It's definitely PG-13 at sometimes maybe light R because of some of the over-the-top gory violence that happens on occasion. But it mixes things up. It does things a little differently. It's centered around the core of a father-son story and how they deal with being superheroes. And even our main character, Invincible himself, and sort of his love life and how that's come about and the woman that means so much to him. So there's a lot of relationship stuff, a lot of father-son stuff, but check out Invincible. It's nice, too, that you don't have to sort of worry about all the continuity issues that sometimes run with a lot of superhero stories. It's ending forever on issue 144. They've collected them in all kinds of ways. I'd get volume one of Invincible. It's a slow start and read, 
but definitely give it a couple of volumes. The next thing you know, you'll be super hooked and can't wait to read it. And it's a page turner and you'll be binging it like crazy. It's Invincible from Image. So that's my third and final recommendation for mom and pop. And for Liam, the kiddo, I recommend for Liam you check out this all-ages DC comic book called Superpowers. They ran issues number one through six from November 16th to, Fe uh, to April of uh, 2017. So from November of 2016 to April of 2017, uh, they ran single issues. It's also issues one through six are collected for 11 bucks. It is just full of fun, superhero, colorful, all-day, all-DC comic goodness. It's Superman trying to help clean up Gotham City. So he kind of goes on, a, instead of being in Metropolis, he discovers this clue that sends Wonder Woman into space to find the lost Cape Crusader. And her journey brings her a step closer to Batman, but she also uncovers the truth behind Batman's disappearance. And it's from the award-winning creative team that brought Tiny Titans, Superman Family Adventures, which are also super good. But it's super colorful, definitely all-age appropriate. It's fun. I'm not sure you never told me how old Liam is, but maybe in the 6 to, I don't know, 12. I read it and I super enjoyed it. <laughs> or anyone that's just a big kid at heart. But it's has this sort of almost Crayola, kind of crayon-colored look to it. It's just bright. It's fun. It makes you feel good. Super powers. Check that out for Liam. You will not be disappointed. But thank you, Terrence and Alicia, for writing in. I hope you love these recommendations. Please send me your address so I can mail you a small little comic book-related thank you prize from me. So I hope you like those recommendations, Terrence and Alicia. Thank you for writing in. So next up, I just want to mention a quick little segment we have. We have some interviews coming up in our segment called Spotlighting. It is of where I sit down, have a nice little nerdy chit-chat with some comic book creators. So if you yourself, you know someone, or you are trying to break into comics, or you're making comics... I would love to have a little conversation right here on a future podcast and help support your work and get your work out there and talk about the conflicts that you're creating, what inspired you to make them, etc. There's some great interviews with me on the feed. Just go into the podcast feed and check out some of those interviews. They're phenomenal. Thank you, everyone that's ever been on. And thank you for the folks that are in waiting. We're scheduling some things. So there's some great interviews coming very soon in our segment called Spotlighting. So yes, if you would like to be on the podcast, reach out to me on the Instagram, all the social media, at Sunspots Comics, or email me directly. Send me like a copy of your review work so I can look at it in PDF form or whatever uh, to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com. So there that is, Spotlighting. So now on to my favorite part of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is my comic book reviews and recommendations, where I pick my favorites, the best of the new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, new comic book day, January 3rd. And of course, semi-light, super-duper light, spoiler-ish alert. Don't worry, really. I work super hard to just inspire you to talk about these comic books without spoiling them, so you can go and read them and enjoy them. I never discussed the last couple of pages. And I really just cover some of the interesting points that make up a beautiful, fantastic, great comic book. But just in case, you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. Also, to see everything encapsulated of everything that I'm reading, all my favorite picks since May of 2015, please check out sunspotscomics.com from time to time. It shows you my pull list where I'm reading 116 titles currently. I update it every single week. I keep it simple. I just make it compact. It's sunspotscomics.com. Please check it out so now let's talk about the art winners this week i always pick a art winner and a cover artist winner this week the artist winner was ben stenbeck for koshe the deathless 
from Dark Horse Comics. Please follow him at Mr. Stenbeck. That's M-R-S-T-E-N-B-E-C-K. He just nailed the Hellboy universe, the look and the feel of it. He also just kind of made his own little personal stamp on things, which I love. His art is gorgeous. It's so finely detailed, some very crisp lining. He loves the sort of dark black edges on everything, which give it this crisp, clean look. Great moody tones and color palette in the background. I just absolutely love it. Koshay the Deathless is like this vampire tooth sort of uh, demon, if you will. And it shows his backstory and such fantastic attention to detail on all of the facial features. Just beautiful, uh, fun action poses. I mean, it's just fits so perfectly well into the Mignola verse that is Hellboy and BPRD. It just, it's so phenomenally done. It's dark, it's, it's moody. He plays with light. It's just so paired well for the Hellboy universe. That is Koshay the Deadless, our art winner this week, Ben Stenbeck. Please check it out and go follow him on all the social media at Mr. Stenbeck. Beautiful stuff. Thank you, Ben. I'm a fan from now on. I'm going to follow this. This is a six-issue miniseries. I hope that you live in the Mignolaverse for a long time because you fit and you are paired so well. And like I said, you've added your own little unique stamp. Some of the just brooding eyebrow look, you've really just nailed uh, something extra. I love it. And this week's cover artist winner for the same comic, Koshay the Deathless, issue number one from Dark Horse, is Mike Mignola. He writes the comic, but he does the cover. And it's this very classic Mike Mignola, which what we're used to seeing and love. He has this very minimal style, but very perfectly framed and centered. He even has this sort of black and white contrasting background, the way it's done in shadow, with just this stark amount of sort of blood and body parts kind of at his feet, but in the Mignola kind of cartoony way. It's not just sort of overly gory. Hard to explain, but you'll understand if you see it. It just has this sort of cartoony style, but he also does this sort of almost blurring sort of kind of brings the detail down to give you this sort of caricature feel like like I said it's kind of animated you'll know what it is when you see it it's just very much Mike Mignola his classic work he's been doing for forever but man it's it's just it's it's Koshay the Deathless standing there with a sword in his hand and it's just beautiful and iconic gorgeous gorgeous cover I want it on a poster and it's Mike Mignola come on and if he could sign it that would just be amazing <laughs> but anyway and the breakdown. So here's what we're going to be covering. I read 15 comic books this week, and six of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list, which is really good. A lot better than last week, by the way. And new number ones, there was only one new number one this week, and it made it to the list. So I'll be discussing that here in a second. So let's get into my top comic book picks of the week. This is the Great Ones list, folks. The best of the best of all the stuff that I read that came out for New Comic Book Day, January 3rd, just this last Wednesday. I really do consider these to be great, and you should go and buy these immediately. They are worth your time and your money. So we got six on the countdown. Coming in at number six from Image Comics' Rock Candy Mountain. Chapter seven. This is coming to an end. There's only one issue left, and I'm sad to see it go. This is of uh, Super Hobo Jackson that's on the, the trail with his magic book that tells him where Rock Candy Mountain is in a strange way that any time he turns the book, there's an arrow that points to Rock Candy Mountain, so he believes it's a real place, which is based on this amazing song in the, from the 20s, just after the Great Depression, called Rock Candy Mountain. But in this one, they are building to the finale. There is a sweet 
moment here between Slim and Jackson because they're reunited. They've been separated for a while. That's the main part of this is kind of this buddy road trip. And Slim is just a regular guy that was down on his luck. I think he was a Wall Street broker and the depression hit and he was forced to kind of jump on a boxcar and be a hobo. And Jackson is kind of mean to him at times and they've kind of split and they did their own thing for a minute. Now they've kind of reunited and uh, there's just a sweet moment between the two of them that is just absolutely memorable that I'll absolutely love for all time. But there's this building here. You've got the Hobo Mafia. They all wear those weird gold rings that I think they have an H on them or something. Versus Bull Monroe. He's like this, he's like a hobo killer, ultimately. <laughs> and the Spear of Destiny. Yes, the biblical uh, tool that pierced the body of Jesus is in play in this. And uh, so that's kind of an interesting little twist. That the Spear of Destiny, which I just love the name of that. And the devil is here. The devil has come back. The devil's come down from Georgia. <laughs> He is in play. He is uh, hot after the trail. He has this conversation with Slim that's hilarious. You got to check that out. But uh, <laughs> I don't want to say too much. What a cliffhanger at the end. It's a great lead to the ending. But get them all before you just read seven. Rock Candy Mountain. It's been consistent. It's been a top pick a bunch of times. It's just hobo madness. And you got to read some of the articles in the back. By the way, um, this is written by Kyle Starks. And he, it's it's just, it's lovely. I think, oh, Kyle does the art as well. Uh, it, that's tough to do, to write and, and do the art at the same time. It's it, And he delivers it on time too, which is fantastic. But it's about the hobo world. And Slim and Jackson are coming to an end of this, this strange story where they're trying to find Rock Candy Mountain. But check it out from Image Comics. It's fantastic. And coming in at number five is from Image Comics as well. It's The Walking Dead, issue number 175. This is the New World Order Issue number one of six. Great cover with these tactical outfitted guys and these white outfits with these red lines all over them. Just sort of standing there with some some serious high calibered firepower here. <laughs> but I love that this is, it felt refreshing. It, there's this new colony that's introduced. It definitely has this, this promise of just kind of a whole new set of problems, which I enjoy. It's kind of, it, it's got to do that. I mean, we're on 175. We've met other factions and towns and families that are causing problems. They got to bring something fresh here. It looks like just from the sheer population of this other town that's coming into our family, our Walking Dead family's uh, life, is uh, just from the sheer size of it is going to bring a new set of challenges. So I, I'm definitely hopeful that it's going to bring something fresh, something new. Uh, lately, The Walking Dead doesn't get on very often in the top picks, so I just felt even that character princess brings something new and fresh. She's just just over the top positive. She wears kind of a fuzzy sweater. Um, it's she's just a good time and it's refreshing. There's this crazy interrogation that happens here, and the interrogation method is pretty interesting. I, I just really dug that. But again, it's this hopeful kind of new arc, the beginning of something new and fresh for Walking Dead. I definitely check it out. It's like you could almost jump in here if you're just kind of familiar with The Walking Dead. I know 175 seems daunting if you're a completist. But if you've just kind of been thinking of it, maybe you haven't read it before, check out right from here, number 175. It's a brand new arc. All the characters are primarily still there. I mean, Kirkman likes to kill folks as things goes, go along, as everyone knows. But the core family's alive. Here they are. Walking Dead 175. I'm, I was It was just a fast, quick, and easy read with very little dialogue. It was super, super fun and promising of some new, fresh things that are going to be happening to The Walking Dead. So, great stuff. Check it out. And coming in at number four is our only new number one this week that made it to the countdown. 
from Dark Horse Comics. It's Koshay the Deathless. This is written by Mike Mignola, and this is uh, Ben Stenbeck, our artist winner this week. And Mike Mignola did the cover, who is our cover art winner this week. So hitting on all cylinders here, but this is fantastic. This is, uh, there's even this great sequence here between Hellboy and and Koshay, where they're in hell, they are kind of sitting back, sitting in a bar, talking about the in the past when they fought each other, and they visit that moment when they flash back to it. It's great, and Koshay was under this dragon spell, so that's kind of a core element in this, as dragons and Koshay, and if that's how you pronounce it, Koshay, it's it's K O S H C H I, Koshay. I'm pretty sure that's that's right, but. This is uh, also has to do with betrayal. This is where um, it deals with a demon and it deals with Koshay hunting dragons. That's all I want to really tell you. It's minimal dialogue in this, but it's the action winner of the week. It's got that great Hellboy style and art from Ben Stenbeck. It's a six-issue miniseries, so jump on number one. This is the this is the number one right here, right now. It's just another great Hellboy universe Mignola verse character. That I want to see where it goes. Because like I said. that He kind of wanders the earth. He's involved in some wars. He uh, makes a, a, a deal with a demon. He has to hunt some dragons. That's the core of it all right there. And he mingles in there with Hellboy. He fits in so perfectly well. I want his action figure. I want a poster. Koshay the Deathless. Got a great name too. And it's based on actually something. I've seen that name before. I think it has to do with some sort of Russian mythology. That name. I'll look it up later, but uh, I love it. It was great, and it just fits in so well. If you love Hellboy, you love the look of Hellboy, or you want to give something a try that's in the Mignola-verse, like I said, Hellboy universe, try out Koshay the Deathless. You will not be disappointed. I'm glad that I got it. It's fantastic. And now the top three. Here we go, the big time three. Coming in at number three is from Image Comics. It's Extremity, issue number 10. This is written and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson and Beautiful Colors by Mike Spicer. This was my like independent comic book pick of the year for 2017, one of. It's phenomenal, it's great. It is the ultimately quick gist, uh, the struggle of a brother and a sister dealing with their father being the primary warmonger and the sort of passing of the torch to one of them. And also the daughter has lost her hand in this war and her her thing is art. She loves art and she has no hand to do her art now. She was right-handed and she lost her right hand. And what where she fits in the world. That's kind of in a nutshell what it is. And in this particular issue, you have the you have Thea and her brother Rolo. They just they're discussing their father Abba. Like, is there good in him? Is he worth trying to save? Should they just run from him? They're away from him at this moment. But it's their dad, and it's just this kind of heartwarming moment between brother and sister discussing if their dad is worth saving, or is he just this warmonger that the war has just kind of infested his very being, and he's not worth going after. That's the sort of opening sequence of this, and it's a little heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time. So it really got me there emotionally, and I love that. And then they have this, like, beacon. The Abba, her, their dad, has this beacon bomb? And they're trying to figure out what's the best way to use it, even if they have to sacrifice themselves. So it's this very brutal war that's going on here. And I love that they f- they found Thea's art and a lot of other art in this like this safe house of art that they're keeping, which reminds me of kind of World War II when when Hitler was destroying all of the art and they found a lot of it in these strange compounds, booby trapped, etc. It reminds me of that. And also, uh, there's Shiloh, their their war robot, 
uh, is turning out to be this weapon of mass destruction, which could very much be a turning point in the war. So interesting character they've built with this artificial intelligence robot, war robot named Shiloh. I love it. And also this kind of shows you that the war is evened out here. The, the, Paz, the Paznini is, uh, is now actually winning. They're the green circle-faced clan <laughs> who, are, who we've sort of meant to understand are the bad guys, but that's sort of turned here, and the area is gray now as far as it's a war and everybody loses, but it seems like they've kind of evened the tide here now between our main characters, the red triangle-faced Thea, her brother Rolo, and the Abba. So interesting turning point and events here, and like I said, brother-sister moment that's just heartwarming. You got to check out Extremity, issue number 10. Get them all. It is so good. Like I said, my top independent comic book pick of 2017. So beautiful, beautiful stuff. Extremity. Thank you, Daniel Warren Johnson. Lovely. Coming in at number two is from Marvel Comics. It is Captain America, issue number 697. I love this cover, by the way. It shows the Craven the Hunter standing with the trophy wall behind him, and it's Captain America's head on his trophy wall with Captain America's shield. And this smirk on Craven the Hunter's face is priceless. He's just like this Tom Selleck-y kind of guy with the insane, very thick, bushy mustache. And uh, man, this was an action-packed issue. But the team here is Mark Wade and Chris Samney. I mean, that's all you need. They had a Daredevil run that was classic, unforgettable Daredevil Devil run, and so many other things. Uh, Black Widow was one that I loved. But them on Captain America is just so filled with nostalgic Americana because Captain America is just kind of traveling the U.S. into places that he's been to kind of see what it's all about and kind of restore the hearts and minds of the people that were recently burned by Captain America because this other version of Captain America came out as a as an agent of Hydra. Yes, Hail Hydra is what he said. Unforgettable moment. But this takes a break from that in a way because Kraven the Hunter, yes, Spider-Man's evil villain, is on the hunt for some Captain America so he can hang some Captain America on his wall. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. He's like, you are the ultimate man, therefore I must hunt you with my large shotgun. And uh, this is an action-packed uh, series here, episode right here. Initially, Captain America is drugged and brought to Craven's booby-trapped island. Yes, it reminds me of four or five movies where someone's captured and the hunt begins and it's just like a game where they let you go in a booby-trapped island. I know, there's a bunch of them, but... I loved living in this world. I mean, it's this gorgeously drawn island, <laughs> which I, I want to wonder if it's like the lost world where the dinosaurs are, etc. But it's gorgeous, or it's just Hawaii or something. It's a very tropical jungle. And Craven is booby trapped the whole island. Captain America is trying to make his way through it. If he makes it to the ocean side alive, he will get his shield back and his freedom. But Craven adds a twist by throwing in an innocent bystander. So he has to keep him alive as well. And man, what a cliffhanger at the very end of this. Uh, but I loved the very, very much the core of this was the superhero feeling. It's just oozing it. It it has it in all kinds of moments. From the very kind of subtle moments where Captain America is desperately trying to keep this innocent bystander alive to um, Captain America sort of does the right thing with Craven here. Even how Captain America sort of handles a wild jaguar. Yes, it's, uh, it's always... Uh, Captain America always has respect for all life. That's how it works. So if you want some hero, like some superhero feeling and just that feel-good hero feeling, you'll get it right here in the last four or five issues of Captain America. So get 697, action-packed, Craven the Hunter, booby-trapped island, and uh, innocent bystander. All of that. But man, what a cliffhanger at the end. But here we go now. Coming into the number one. The numero uno, the one that beat them all. The one that just 
crushed the competition. I don't know. It was a good week. There was actually a lot of these that could have been potentially number ones, but sometimes just go with your gut, go with your feeling. This week, the number one issue of the week is from Aftershock Comics. It's Baby Teeth issue number seven. This is written by Donnie Cates, art by Gary Brown. It's been a top winner, top pick of the week in the past a bunch of times. It's only on episode number seven. It's it's my favorite of all the Aftershock titles currently. They've got some good stuff, but this one just nudges them all, beats them in small ways. But issue number seven, this is a title that has just got better and better. It's kind of started out okay, and there's some setup, and I'm a little bit slow. And now there's been great character development into this family. Sadie is uh, this young 16-year-old that has a child, kind of immaculate conception, maybe? There's a guy involved there, but... Ultimately, there are demon babies born in the world here, and she's telling the story from the future, kind of, yes, John Connor, Terminator-esque, if you will, but, man, there's this, uh, this right here is another sort of flashback of another demon baby in the past, and what happens there really pleasantly surprised me, (laughs) that's all I can tell you, Um, and some great character, complex character development of Carl the Killer, I'll call him, Uh, since his daughter, Prairie Wolf, some great names in this, actually died trying to kill the demon baby, Sadie's baby. And I love their family unit. That's what it's really all about. It's about Sadie's dad and Sadie's very angry sister, Heather. And it's all about really the family unit here. Dysfunctional in ways, but also very loving to each other and very communicative. And they, I mean, when she has a demon baby that has to drink blood, she just, she tells her family about it. They are open about stuff. They're trying to deal with it the best that they can. I love that. So it makes you care about this family. You worry for them as you see these things happen to them, like Carl the Killer coming after them. And this, oh, there's this meeting here, which is also a really good sequence here. Uh, A meeting with the, the demon baby killing organization called the Silhouette. So they are there to just kill demon babies. Um which is crazy there's this meeting with Carl the killer and how that goes down is really interesting and surprising. That's all I'm going to tell you. It goes a much different way than I expected. (laughs) Wow. Um, We also get a surprise visit from another family member of Sadie's. That's all I'm going to tell you, Uh, which is hinted to at the cover of course. So it's there, but I'm not going to just give it to you. You got to go check it out again. Baby teeth from aftershock, but man, there is this compound too. this very creepy compound of the people that, the group that keep the, or try to keep the the demon babies alive, feeling that they're the chosen one. Very strange uh, vampire guy named Dancy that sort of runs this this underground compound. Very kind of Truman show, like this underground compound that's watching everybody and even the simulated sky. Anyway, a lot of stuff going on here on Baby Teeth. Complex story, beautiful art. Uh, I just love it in so many ways. I hope it's being optioned for stuff, but it doesn't have to be. I just love the comic. Number one, easily this week, action-packed, great sequences, unbelievable character development. Get Baby Teeth. It's fantastic. It's only on number seven. You can just go get it. I think they have, um, they did. There is a volume one collected of it, so you can get volume one, uh, which gives you issues one through five or one through six, one of the two. But um, read it, uh, I always say, read it in single issues. It's the way it was meant to be read. But easily number one pick of the week, Baby Teeth, issue number seven, phenomenal. Go get it, A+. Absolutely. So there you go. That is the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 139. Let me lock the vault door. It's heavy. There you go. Those are my new comic book recommendations this week for new comic book day, January 3rd. Please go to a local comic book shop. Buy these comic books immediately. Tell them Chris from Sunspots Comics sent you. So what? Do it. I dare you. 
If you have any questions or comments or you want a personal comic book recommendation, maybe, email me directly at chris at sunspotscomics.com. Maybe there's a comic book I'm missing. It's hard to read everything. I look for the preview guides. I look on uh, all kinds of sources of places for new comics. But maybe I'm missing one. Maybe I need a recommendation. Email it to me, chris at sunspotscomics.com. I'd greatly appreciate that. And I'll discuss it on a future podcast. Check out our blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com. Sign up for our newsletter, sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And please tune in next week for podcast issue number 140 of the Sunspots Comics podcast. I'll be reading a list of 18 brand new comics this Wednesday on January 10th with two brand new number ones coming out. So 20 comic books I'm going to be reading. And hopefully I'll get some great recommendations. I usually do to give to you in next week pot next week's podcast so here is a sneak peek into just some of the comic books that are coming out next week for review for podcast sunpots sunspots comics podcast issue number 140 so here you go no particular order from aftershock alters number nine i've been loving that barbarella issue number two uh from valiant bloodshot salvation number five from jeff lemire coming out image comics coyote number three i've been really digging that this sort of Mexican, young Mexican woman and their town that's that's haunted by werewolves and it's just an interesting twist on the sort of werewolf genre. Daredevil 597, Daredevil's been solid. Darth Vader number 10, brand new Darth Vader number 10, check it out. Alicia and Terrence. <laughs> Detective Comics 972, Ghost Money 6 of 10, Jim Henson's Power of the Dark Crystal, my all ages pick of 2017, the Dark Crystal number 10 is coming out. So there you go, there's just a, oh, Ragman issue number four from DC Vertigo is coming out. Only uh, two more issues left. That's been phenomenal. Ragman, really looking forward to that. Uh, Slots, issue number four. Our, our, our deadbeat dad boxer. Uh, so I, he just it's just been great from Image Comics. So lots of good stuff coming out next week. So that's just a glimpse, just a peek. It's going to be a mighty stack of new comic books coming out next week. So please subscribe, listen in, tell a nerdy loved one. So check out Sunspots Comics on our website, sunspotscomics.com. If you missed any links, I'll mention them. I'll put them down there in the podcast show notes. So don't worry about that. But truly, thank you so much for listening. I hope I inspired you to buy some of these great new comic books. Go get them. Trust me, they're worth your time. And if you want to just give a little bit back to me here on the Sunspots Comics podcast, please go to iTunes. Give us not just the five stars, but some friendly, positive words. And I'll read it on a future podcast if you do so. And personally, thank you by sending you a little comic book fun prize right to you, right to your doorstep. So until next week, spend some time with the ones you love and go read some comics. Do it. And then sit down in a circle, talk about them, comic book club style. I'm going to do that. I want to find someone that will read a comic like and have like a little comic book club of our own. I love that. But anyway, stay nerdy. Be like water, my friends. See you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Comics now.